This is the Rewatch Podcast. Welcome back to the Rewatch Podcast. This is a very special Halloween bonus episode. I know I did a Halloween episode yesterday, but it's Halloween. Horror movies abound. We got to talk about a whole bunch of stuff, and I can't do it by myself. I've invited Sean back with me from a couple episodes ago where we watched American Rickshaw, which was a blast. Sean, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you very much. Glad to be back. I am glad to have you here because uh, one thing that we've talked about a lot over the years is uh, horror movies and, you know, Halloween-ish movies. Some people just watch any horror movie. That doesn't work for me, really. Like, I like to watch things that, I don't know, are Halloween incorporated, kind of. I mean, not just the Halloween series, but, you know, things that just kind of fit more. I don't know. Maybe monsters. I like monsters. Yeah, no, I hear you. I like all the... I like all the horror subgenres, everything. They're all fun in their own way. You know, when I always get a you know, touch of the nostalgia and I want to go back, especially those eighties movies, you know. Oh yeah. Those uh, those monster squads, Night of the Creeps, you know, anything by Fred Decker, <laughs> Predator, yeah, he, you know, perfect. movies like that. Monster right. Squad is one that I absolutely think uh you should watch around Halloween. And I, I haven't watched it yet. It's I've actually watched a lot of movies I've never seen this month, um, which is very unlike me. I usually like to stick to the things I've seen over and over again. I know. I, that's what I've been trying to do. The 31 days of horror slash Halloween and horror movie every day of the month. It's been a been an uphill battle, but it's been a lot of fun. But there's always ones you go back to the well with, you know, ones you always go back yeah. in your catalog that you want to revisit all the time. And, you know, Night of the Creeps, like I just talked about, like. I used to be more of a Monster Squad fan. Now I'm kind of more of a Night of the Creeps fan, and I kind of bounce back and forth. Seems like every Halloween I have to revisit that battle. I, and Night of the Creeps right. is something I didn't see until just a couple of years ago, and I actually really liked it a lot. It's a lot of fun. I, I saw it when I was a kid on USA Up All Night, and, and I couldn't remember for years what movie it was. I remember it very, very clearly seeing you know, what happened with the uh, you know alien slugs coming out of the head, and I couldn't figure out what movie it was because I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I figured out when it finally came out on uh, DVD Blu-ray for the first time and I watched it and I was like, it clicked. It's like, that's the movie I've been looking for for so long that I remember vividly. It was such a blast and uh, still holds up to this day in that fun way. You know, and I I actually I haven't seen Night of the Creeps that often. Um, I mean, it is like slugs and then it's kind of uh, zombie-ish as well. Basically, yeah. I think it got a lot of press after Slither came out and a lot of people yeah, thought it I was kind, gonna of say, it's kind of the Slither. Same. Slither's almost a remake of it. Kind of. It definitely plays a kind of a, a tip, a same similar homage too. It seems there's a lot of similar things, you know, alien slugs turning people into monsters, basically. So yeah, right. And I, I think uh, you definitely know where I fall on that battle of between those two. I will take Slither every time, just because I think I've seen. I think I saw it first, honestly. Um, but I, I love Slither. Slither's another one that I would watch around Halloween time. I don't know why. It's just kind of a fall-ish movie, so I mm. think it just kind of fits. But yeah, going back, Monster Squad, definitely. Like I said, Monsters, You got. I mean, when I think of Halloween, maybe it's just when we grew up, but I always think of Frank Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, and you got them all right there in one movie. Dude, just tweak just enough to not have to pay any rights to Universal for their classic monsters. Yeah. A little bit different, but the movie is so fun and quotable. Everyone knows Wolfman's got nards. I mean, that's kind of everybody. I, I'm going to rent that documentary too that just came out this week. Uh, that looks really Heck good. Yeah. I, you know, one thing I actually, one of the movies I did watch this month, uh, it was on the, I think I watched it on Peacock, was Curse of the Werewolf, which is a Hammer Films mm-hmm. uh, Wolfman movie. And I was very surprised. I mean, I really liked it. First of all, I, I'm watching a lot more of the Hammer movies. And if you, if, 
you're listening, you don't know what those are. They're very gothic, um, very bloody, but like really stylistic blood, like very bright red paint, essentially, is what it looks like. But um, the Wolfman in Monster Squad looks a lot like that Wolfman. Like, I always thought he looked like the Universal one, but he's a good combination of both of those movies. I could see that. I definitely could see that. And you're right. Hammer films are great. They are a lot of fun to watch. They're very, very atmospheric, very gothic, and very take themselves very seriously in a fun way. They're kind yeah. of like campy, but they're so fun. And the way they look so beautifully on HD now, they look mm-hmm. you know, pristine, restored. And it's fun to see their famous actors like Christopher Lee, you know, is in, I don't know how many of those movies. And he always, you know, brings a great, tremendous presence to his role and he does it with yeah. every single movie he's in so it just kind of steps it up a little for me yeah and i've uh hbo max currently has um the mummy which i haven't watched yet dracula rises from his grave the horror of dracula and the curse of frankenstein i love them i, I want i wish there was more of the that series on there and then peacock has a couple too and peacock what i like about that is not only is it nbc but it's universal studios so you've got all the monsters on there, all the classic universal monster movies, which before Marvel did the whole joined universe, uh, universal is doing it too. The only weird thing with them is they changed actors for Frankenstein and Dracula eventually at some point. But um, if you watch those originals, I mean, I love the universal monsters. They're some of my favorite movies. Yeah. They're always classic. I mean, they're timeless. They're still, they still hold up really well and are fun to watch this time. And I like to break them out, even introduce to younger people, Mm. you know it's like this is how horror movies used to be made and they look great again being restored and i think they're a lot of fun i remember at the public library when i was growing up they had movie they had the book versions of these movies Mm, in black and white and everything they had a whole series in the kids i don't know how old the books were in the kids section i would uh, check those out over and over again and watch you know read them and then i'd watch the movies and it would just add to the fun the only one like the only uh universal monster movie that i don't like and i like the character i just don't like the movie is dracula i for whatever reason i just never really been a big fan blasphemy total blasphemy Joel i Lugosi, i love legendary Lugosi. performance legendary movie the movie just bores me to death i i, <laughs> I don't know what it, it could be also that there's no music in it same with frankenstein i mean there's music in the very beginning but like as the movie goes there's no score or anything so like it that's a little off-putting when you realize that there's no music going on. Luckily, with those early ones, they're very short. Like, it's rare that they're over, like, an hour and ten minutes, which is kind of yeah, nice. They are pretty quick. My only beef with the, the only one I have a beef with is, uh, I think, Bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Because the Bride herself, I think, is only in the movie for, I don't know, 15 minutes at the very end. It's, spoiler alert. it's less than 15. It's like... okay. Maybe five, because that's one of my favorite just movies in general. I love Bride of Frankenstein, but yeah, the the bride part, not really in it that much. And it's funny because my my sister right now is drawing the bride, and she's never seen the movie. And I'm like, you should really watch it. It's really great. I'm like, spoiler alert, the bride's actually only in it for about five minutes in the whole thing. Um, <laughs> that kind of speaks to how iconic she is. That your your sister's doing all great piece of art on her and has never even seen the movie. I love Frankenstein. Frankenstein's one of my favorites. Wolfman is my favorite out of the Universal Monsters. I don't know what I don't I think it goes back to me loving Teen Wolf so much when I was a kid. I just <laughs> love werewolves and I liked the Incredible Hulk show and I feel like you combine the two and you've got the Wolfman. Yeah. No, that's a good analogy. I never even thought I never would have thought to compare Wolfman to the Hulk 
TV show, but uh, you went there, so now I'm intrigued. I want to go back and revisit the Wolfman in that lens. Close. Yeah, and and well, and the Wolfman's an interesting one too because they didn't do a series of the Wolfman movies. Like they only did the Wolfman. I mean, he was in other characters' movies, but he didn't have a second one. The closest sequel you get to the Wolfman is Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Like that is basically Wolfman two because that's another yeah. one of those cases where Frankenstein is only in it like at the very end of the movie. They just shoehorn him in there for the marketing purposes. It's not really. Basically, uh, the, my only problem with it is that it's not Boris Karloff. I wished it would have been. Yeah, Boris Karloff is. I mean, it's he's another iconic actor in all those movies and switches around roles. I mean, he played Dracula. Oh yeah. And Frankenstein repeatedly. So. Yeah, and that well, and that's the thing too is like when he's not, when it's somebody else being Frankenstein, I don't like it as much because there's just something yeah. about Boris Karloff's version that's just iconic. Same with uh, same with Bela Lugosi as Dracula. Like I don't really like a lot of Dracula's because I'm just so used to his look. Whether even though I don't like the movie, he he is mm-hmm. the Dracula for me. Yeah, he's kind of who you compare all the other Draculas to. I. uh I was actually watching in a, a lesser moment of mine. I was watching Van Helsing again. And that <laughs> Dracula they had in that one was the worst Dracula that I've ever seen. I forgot. You know, I saw the movie when it came out in theaters and I didn't yeah. like it at the time. It's not good. And I thought maybe over time it would get better or the camp value would add to it. But, you know, still terrible. But that Dracula, the worst. I had a friend of mine. He really liked Van Helsing. I'm like, you want to see a good movie that's like this, but way better? You watch Monster Squad. <laughs> Because Monster Squad has all the same characters in it, but it's 10 times better. And then I made him watch it. He's like, yeah, it's all right. I'm like, get out. I, we're not friends anymore. I can't I can't handle this. That's the thing. The sad part is I appreciate what Van Helsing was trying to do. I understand what they were trying to do with that movie. Uh-huh. Best intentions. But, I mean, when you give Van Helsing, like, giant throwing stars and things like that, and the CGI is pretty bad, it kind of diminishes the whole product for me. Yeah, the CGI is not good. Uh, another one that um, I'm planning on watching uh, before the end of Halloween is Trick or Treat. I love Trick or Treat. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. No, I have You've not. never seen I'm Trick sorry. or Treat? I think you'd like it a lot. I know. It's it's kind of, I've seen it pop up a lot on my uh, Instagram feed and things like that. And people have talked about it. And yeah, I just haven't gotten to it. I've gotten into movies I never would have thought of, but Trick or Treat, I haven't seen. Sorry. It's fun. Uh, it's a good anthology movie. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a fun little horror movie. It's a fun, like... Sometimes I prefer watching that over actually watching the movie Halloween, which, you know, me and Halloween, we're like best friends. I love Halloween is one of my all time favorite movies. But sometimes there's just so much Halloween scenery, I guess, in Trick or Treat. And so much the theme is just so strong in it that it's almost more fun to watch. Having just watched every single Friday the 13th movie, I do think the Halloween series is better. But it's very close. Well, I mean, the, the, the Friday 13th series is per, pretty uh, homogeneous. I mean, it's pretty much the same movie over and over again, which they make a really funny joke about in Monster Squad. You know, they're alluded to the Friday 13th series, or the Halloween series. Million pieces and mailed his body to Pittsburgh. Yeah. He'd still find a way to come back. And I, I've seen most of them, I believe. I haven't seen all the Halloween. I remember HDO, H2O because I think, is LL Cool J in that? Is that the poll for you? Yeah, that's H2O, the LL Cool J. LL Yep. Yeah, there you go. That's your little, your little Hello Cool J. Yeah, without Scream, <laughs> there wouldn't be Halloween H2O, I don't think. Um, And you can tell. I mean, it's very much an after Scream. I mean, it was, they're both written by Kevin Williamson. Did you end up getting the Friday the 13th set that uh, Shout Factory put out? 
No, I did not, sadly. My order from Best Buy was canceled, and I never got around to reordering it. Uh, been ordering a lot of other movies this month, as you might have seen. So yeah. the budget took a little bit of a hit, so I'm going to kind of pause on that. But I feel I like I'm missing out because the whole internet is like a buzz with every single person watching all those movies in order and reviewing every single movie and really making me want to watch them all. Yeah, I was thinking about doing, the my, for the next deep dive, I was thinking about doing Friday the 13th. I think I might put it off because I didn't take it. I didn't really take any notes. I just dove in because I knew it was going to be a good set. And it is. It's a phenomenal set. I mean, I haven't even gotten through all the features because there's so many. And I just truly was burnt out on Jason Voorhees. I mean, that's 12 movies. And I would say I'm looking at the set right now. There's maybe only four of them that I really. Like, I'll probably go back to. There is some really bad Friday the 13th films. I'm not going to argue that. There, I, I totally agree with you there. Jason Takes Manhattan. Oh, God. One Jason of the worst movies I've ever seen. Boat is what that movie should be called. He's barely <laughs> in Manhattan at all. Jason Goes to Hell is such a weird movie. Jason X is baffling that they made that one. I do like Freddy versus Jason, but I'm I'm more of a Nightmare on Elm Street guy anyway, so... That's probably why I like that one so much. Um, so yeah, I, I, I occasionally I'll watch a Nightmare on Elm Street around Halloween because you know Freddy's one of the classic ones too. But yeah, I like those. The Nightmares one. I mean, the first one I really like. I'll periodically watch the other Nightmares, but Freddy versus Jason. Again, I like it as a concept, but the movie and it's it's a fun movie. My biggest beef with it has to be the CGI over. They over rely on CGI, especially on the blood and yeah. everything. It just looks really fake and cheesy and the music is horrible like again it feels very much like hey what year is it it's 1990 whatever this is it's of its time in. but i do love it when they start slashing each other i mean the blood splatter it just spraying everywhere i love that so much it's what that movie should have been but i mean the yeah. god the story is so dumb it is dumb but i like how i really like how dumb all the kids are to be honest yeah like, they really they really play that dumb kid role very well and the whole fight scene that they finally do get to their fight is pretty crazy and i like i like the whole plot how it's set up like you know freddie manipulating jason to do his dirty work in the real world i mean that's yeah. a pretty smart little twist like there to bring that. him if you don't have the right teens man it can drag those slashers down big time i know um another yeah. thing that i got into this year was uh the hatchet series which i really enjoyed they're not they're also not great but they are exactly what they are i mean they're just uh, Kane Hodder, who plays Jason most in four of the movies, uh, is a big bad guy, monster, unkillable thing. And it's just blood and gore everywhere. That's all those movies are. And it was I recommend them. They're fun. They're they're fun. And I think they're currently all on Amazon, which is nice. Yeah, no, I would check them all out. I don't know how bad the is it like really CGI ish blood and no, kills. No, they, they, they purposely do very, very little CG. They want to go practical effects the whole time yeah i'm old school like that with my slashers i mean i like the i like the gallons of fake blood the screaming the, the dumbness of the of the victims you know takes me back to a fun time well what have you been watching what uh what what movies have you been watching this month movies. that you uh you love I, I watch fright night again i'm a huge fan of fright night top to bottom so fun. Uh, in my top five best horror movies of all time such a fun movie so well done so many nice little touches I mean, there's, I've seen it so many times, I can overanalyze it, but just all the characters, like, it put me into the time when I was a kid and I was, you know, scared of 
the monster next door. And the whole plot when I watched it was brilliant. So I was like, is this guy really a monster? Is this really a vampire? Is this what's going on? And then it gets real quickly. And I remember the first time I saw the poster for the movie when it was released on VHS, it had it was Evil Ed on the on the front of the box night. And I was like, this movie can't be bad. Look at this cover. And sure enough, it became one of my favorite movies. Roddy McDowell, so perfectly cast in Fright Night as, you know, Peter Vincent, the uh, bumbling, <laughs> fake you know, oh, good. vampire hunter. There's even a part of Friday Night I love that I watched the movie where he's going into the house and you can just see like all the smoke billowing off of the house. And it just uh-huh. it's such a cool, cool scene, cool moment. And then he gets in and he, and he swallows and they turn the mic and you hear him gulp. And it's like gulp. I saw another one that you were watching was uh, um, I, I don't know if you actually watched it, but uh, Frighteners, which we we both love that movie. I do. I love that movie so much. Peter Jackson in a Robert Zemeckis production. And it feels very much like a Robert Zemeckis movie made by Peter Jackson. You know, it has a lot of the hallmarks of, of a Robert Zemeckis movie, but through uh, Peter Jackson's direction, I think it's a lot of fun. It's, it's got great dialogue. It's got a great premise. And again, all great performances all around. I really enjoy Jeffrey Combs in that. I watched uh, Reanimator earlier this month. Mm-hmm. That one, I have not watched enough. I need to watch that more than just a Halloween time because that movie is such a fun horror comedy and memorable but jeffrey combs like he is so great i'm kind of disappointed he hasn't been in more you know movies back in from now until today he's i mean he's yeah, had a pretty good but he does so well in, in reanimating and going back to frighteners he steals the show in frighteners yeah. quite a bit he's a very memorable character in that movie well, he's so creepy and in that movie of, too oh yeah oh <laughs> that's kind of his uh that's kind of his what he's known for but he's so great in it <laughs> he does yeah. the role so well there's like a when when he gets kind of when it gets kind of dark with him Towards the end of the movie, he there, he does like this turn where he like he turns around and the, like the light hits him in a certain way. It's really chilling. Like he can be so creepy and funny at the same time. It's I watched uh, Bride of Reanimator for the first time a couple days ago, and that movie is straight up bonkers. And I loved it. It's so it much fun. More of, the, more of the fun from from Reanimator. I recommend both Reanimator and Bride of Reanimator to anyone who wants to watch a good horror comedy and see some great performances there it's very very original i mean i just i i can't go back to so many different memorable scenes and moments there so it was one of those movies as i was watching it i kept thinking you're an idiot for not watching this sooner because you could have watched it so many times you moron it's so much fun and the, the gore in it is crazy and the the animation is just super fun and then by the time like the bride is in it which she's in it more than than Bride of Frankenstein. I will say that not a whole lot more, but more. And then you see like what the reanimators guy's been doing the entire time that you haven't seen, like the different experiments he's been doing when they all show up at the same time. I'm like, what is happening in this movie? This thing it just took a crazy turn, and yeah, it's been and it's crazy from the beginning, but it, it gets even weirder. It is. That's kind of a hallmark. They they push as far as they can in those movies. Another one I'd recommend, same director and Jeffrey Combs in that. I don't know if you've seen From Beyond. I haven't seen From Beyond. No. I'll say if you loved Reanimator, you'll like From Beyond. It's okay. The, again, the whole plot is about this scientist, not Jeffrey Combs. Well, right. Jeffrey Combs, one of the scientists trying to find this uh, other dimension and communicate with it. And uh, they start pulling in some nasty things and uh, someone gets corrupted. And Jeffrey Combs is actually the voice of reason. And it's kind of a house kind of creature feature uh, that I would definitely recommend. A lot of gore, 
few jokes, and it also just goes bonkers off the rails by the end. I rewatched The Thing the other day, and man, I mean, that's a perfect movie. That is a perfect movie right there. Yeah, that's my number one favorite horror movie. I also watched it last week. I, I don't think that there's a flaw in that movie. I can't find it. I haven't found it yet. I remember watching it on a wintry night, and it blowing my mind and it continues to blow my mind great performances yeah. great twists great special effects i mean i'll never forget that spider head is so iconic yeah it's so funny and the response so funny i forget that it's so far into the movie before that happens it's definitely seen as very memorable and there's other creature crazy things that happen the whole time like i it's amazing the practical effects that they get away with in that movie and how they did it with the constantly changing you know creatures evolving all the time like you know you get that feel that it's definitely touched many different creatures across many different planets and you're seeing them all kind of pop out yeah. at the same time it's so good even Wilford Brimley I, I enjoy Wilford Brimley Brimley so a good, very man. large amount yes I, I want to come back inside I'm tired of this I'm cold. yeah <laughs> and then I love that like the whole time he's been you know building a ship and like he's been doing stuff the whole time <laughs> he's been in the shed like he, he isn't wasting any time I don't want you to get mad at me for this but I did fall asleep watching it the other day that's okay you've seen it so many times I, it's I didn't mean to i didn't even realize i was falling asleep and the the thing that makes me the most annoyed with it is that i got almost done with it like it's past the blood testing scene and like they're down like they're chasing after wilford brimley so like i had maybe 10 minutes left like there wasn't much time left in the movie and that's actually a problem i have with that movie I've fallen asleep to that movie a lot. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't think it's boring. Once we, I get to the blood scene, which is probably the best scene in the movie, like I pass out after that one almost every time. It's so weird. Yeah, no, that's kind of the height of the, of the suspense, I think, in the movie. Yeah. That's definitely the most tense scene. So once you get through that, I can see being kind of exhausted because you're like, yeah. oh, that was a... Uh... That was a that was an emotional toll there because it, they don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on, even if right. you've seen it a few times. It's still kind of like I still forget part? sometimes which one it's going to go on. Like yeah. I I still jump too, and even when I know what's going to happen happens. It's like the the head in Jaws in the boat, like when they're underwater. I can, I still jump at that, and I know <laughs> it's there every single time. I'm like, ah, dang it, it did it again. <laughs> Got you again. That's funny. Every single time. I've been uh, I've been watching a lot of the Tales from the Crypt, which I watch year-round anyways. But the yeah. TV show, I watched a few select episodes recently. And the movies, both of the uh, big screen movies, both Demon Knight and Bordello of Blood. Which, Demon Knight for me is a perfect horror film. It's got everything that I need in it. It's got great cast, great special effects, blood, gore. Plot is even pretty cool. I bought that movie uh, this year. And it's funny because I know I've seen it uh, like a long time ago, maybe when it first came out, but I, I don't remember thinking it was that wonderful back then. I knew there were parts that I thought were okay. Um, and it, I got it in a combo pack on voodoo. It was one of those like two for 10 deals, demon Knight and Casper though. That was the double feature that I bought, which is a very wow. strange double feature. I'll admit. Yeah, that's a lot of different range right there. Uh, I mean, one of them has Billy Zane, though, and one doesn't. I got to go with the Billy Zane one. You do you. have to go. Billy Zane is the most Billy Zane I think I've ever seen in that movie. I mean. Oh, yeah. He's, he's the, the most confident man. The most confident villain you've ever seen in your life. He is just owning that. And I like to imagine Billy Zane is like that in real life. And they've somehow captured it on celluloid this one time for this one movie. It's 
<laughs> Demon Knight, he's just a lot of fun too, and I like his character and everything he does. And when he has the last few scenes, you know, uh, with Jada Pinkett Smith, uh-huh. again, I also think that may be one of her best roles as well. Yeah, I, I like agree. her a lot as Geraldine. So another movie I watched last weekend, and I really wanted to watch it, so I made sure I made it a point to, and I highly recommend it. Is Vampires versus the Bronx? It it reminds me if you smack together Attack the Block, which was one of my all time favorites. And uh, Lost Boys, you kind of have it. I mean, it's very similar to those. Yeah, I added it to my queue. Um, those are two movies I also love. Attack the Block is a, a, a new classic. Lost Boys is an old time classic that I, you know, I haven't watched yet, and I think I need to break it out and watch this Halloween season. So maybe if I can get that done, maybe I will check out Vampires. Is it called Vampires versus Brooklyn. Uh, the Bronx. Vampires the Bronx, versus the Bronx. Uh, speaking of yep. Lost Boys. Have you seen the sequels to Lost Boys? No, I don't want to. I don't want to taint my Corey Feldman legacy. I mean, come on. <laughs> I have. I have. I have seen them. Um, I don't remember a lot of them. I remember the second one not being very good. <laughs> I remember the third one. I was like, it's better than the second one. But I don't think that makes it a good movie. I don't even remember why I thought they were any good. I think there's another one, but I, I didn't go any further. It it sounds a lot like the tr- the trajectory of the Starship Trooper movies as well, where yeah. the first one was really second straight to you know DVD video sequel was bad, and the third one actually people were like, eh, it's not that bad, and the fourth one no one saw. I think it was animated even. You but, could you could say Tremors followed that same trajectory as well. It's actually, still going I like too a little bit, but well, it's still going. They just released a new one. I don't know how many there are in that series, but there's a lot. There's even a TV movie. show which I don't really remember, but it lasted. I think a season or two. They've really stretched that thing out. And I can't believe that uh, the dad from Family Ties is literally in every single incarnation of Tremors. <laughs> well, that's what I was trying to think of who the who the second to Kevin Bacon was. I was trying to think of who the second guy was that kept it going. But now it's this Family Ties guy. That's funny. There's a really good documentary about Tremors on YouTube. If you haven't seen it, uh, you should look it up. Kevin Bacon's in it. And Fred Ward isn't, which I was disappointed because I really liked him in it. He's in the first and second movie. It's really good. I love Tremors. That's another one that I I wouldn't necessarily watch it a lot during like the Halloween season, but I could watch that movie anytime. If if, if somebody was like, hey, you want to watch Tremors? I'd be like, yes, I will never say no to that. I think I've only seen Tremors and Tremors 2. I remember Tremors 2 more than Tremors, the original, I've seen, I believe. Uh, I've seen one of them with Jamie Kennedy. I don't remember which one that is. He's in a couple of them, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely yeah. I'm definitely not going to check any of those out. <laughs> I'm going to skip it's those ones. And maybe if you're going to yeah, if you're going to go Jamie Kennedy, then you got to go back to your favorite series, Scream. I mean, are you watching Scream right now? I haven't yet, but uh, I'm original with the the new one shooting. Pictures of Gail Weathers are out. At least one of them, where she's walking around. She's just literally Courtney Cox in a like a suit. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, she's Gail Weathers again. I do love me some Scream. Um, yeah, I. I did just stick to the first two most of the time, though. I will yeah, watch the others. I, I I don't really think any of them are bad. I don't think three is that great. Um, I think four is very confused. It doesn't really know what it wants to be. There's a there's a lot of stuff cut from the fourth one where it was trying to do a reboot idea and a sequel at the same time, and then they cut out a lot of stuff that I thought was really interesting. And I don't know. It's it's a it's an odd movie. The fourth one is very strange. And this one follows it. I like remember, they're not. It's the one thing I like that the, the Halloween that I hate with Halloween is that they restart all the time. They constantly restart mm-hmm. the franchise. Where screams like, "Yeah, we're just gonna keep going. We're just gonna." We're yeah. like Friday the Thirteenth. Also, 
Friday the 13th are loosely connected to each other. I mean, they're basically all standalone movies. Jason just kind of come. I mean, there's a couple of them that tie together, but mostly they're standalone. But Scream's like, yeah, we know what we did. It wasn't great, but we're just going to keep going. Yeah, they're pretty much being a dead horse. We saw the fourth one in the theater, I believe. And that was I think so. It was a long time ago. It was, it was almost the, 10 years. I can't believe that. It's where time is gone. And that's the first and last time I saw that Culkin, one of the Culkin kids. I don't remember which one it was uh, in that movie. He had long Rory, hair. I think I think it's Rory Culkin. Is it Rory? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's his younger brother. I think it's the only thing he's ever done. I don't remember his name. Wait, but Kieran Culkin? Wait, oh, Rory's, Kieran is the second old. I, I was thinking, I yeah. am confused. Kieran is the one that's in Rory's Home Alone Fuller. with the There you go. <laughs> Rory's going to wet the bed. Yeah. Yeah. Kieran's going to make Scream 4. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Big question whichever for you, one though. it was whatever Colton kid it was that's the only time I ever saw him and I don't need to see him anything again yeah uh so with the next one coming up I guess spoilers if you've never watched the screams but the main characters still are alive do you think one of them's gonna die or more of them going to die or are we just gonna keep making them live every single series I hope so I don't want to and I don't want to see like any of them become the killer like I guess I don't either maybe Sydney kind of but like Dewey and Gale I want to keep them as Dewey and Gale forever uh there is a, a a section of movies a genre movies we haven't talked about that I specifically wanted to I, I had a very specific question to ask you today how do you like your zombie movie do you like it serious or do you like it funny I like it funny I like return of the living dead return yeah. of the living dead part two I do too I I I realize that because I have watched like my, I said, my boyfriend's back. I watched Return of the Living Dead. Um, I like Shaun of the Dead. I haven't watched that for a long time, but that's a good mixture of both. That's got the serious in it, and it's funny as well. But I think campier zombie movies are funny. I, I think they're better as comedies. I don't know why. No, I knew, I agree. I, the original Dawn of the Dead, the commentary, like there, the subtext is brilliant, and you know, it has a lot of funny moments in it too. And yeah. I think that they're great. A few good scares. Shaun of the Dead, I've watched about a million times in my life, and I think that movie is almost a perfect zombie. Might might be the most perfect zombie comedy out there, right up there with Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead is a really wacky movie that is a lot Just of fun, too. Like, I, it was kind of one of the first ones to do that kind of uh, zombie comedy mashup, really. Oh, I mean, overtly, they yeah, went slapsticky. Yeah, I love the music. I love that the trioxin theme that they play when the, the chemicals are raining down on every on the whole mm-hmm. town, you know, and it's included. It's it's a really fun one too. Like I loved rewatching my boyfriend's back the other day. I think that's a very underappreciated movie from the nineties. I mean <laughs> it's just, it's really funny and I I was just laughing the entire time during that movie. It takes well, it's so funny because the lead kid is you know like so earnest and so serious about his uh-huh. love of, of Missy. As he's falling apart, literally, because he's a zombie. But it's like, oh, it's no big deal. We're going to make it work. And, you know, uh-huh. I, I love you no matter what. And you heard, you hinted about this earlier, the, the fixation on that girl. And she is a beautiful young lady in that movie. Yes. I remember watching that, a teenager, and falling in love with her as well. And I'm like, well, I would, in love with her all over again. I would come back from the dead for you any day. You are <laughs> just the beautiful, you know, lead 90s girl that, you know, every, every teenager wants to be with. So the plot definitely spoke to me that time. And it's still fun. It's a fun watch. I'd recommend it. Yeah, and I was surprised by all the people that are in it. Like, so you've got uh, Jack from Lost. I, I can't remember his name at the moment, but he's just Jack from Lost. He always will be. Matthew, uh, Matthew Fox. Yeah. yeah, Matthew Fox is right. Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it in a very weird role. Um, he's a bully <laughs> in it that he doesn't last too long. Uh, Matthew yeah. McConaughey's in the movie, which I don't remember at all. Well, 
it was his first role, I think, ever. I'm pretty sure it was his first role, and he has like one line. He's in like at the movies or something. Oh yeah, and he says I, something. It's like one thing. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's totally Matthew yeah. McConaughey right there. That's his debut. Yeah, I think it went from like that to probably either Dazing and Fuse or Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation, which is not a good movie at all. No, I'm not going to uh, touch that. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna. I'm going to punt that one out of here and go right to Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which, oh, God, if you want to talk about a movie that's completely bonkers and completely funny and completely gory and disgusting, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 has it all right there. It does. Uh, I was going to rewatch that the other day. It is on my watch list on Amazon. It's currently on Amazon Prime. Uh, If you've never seen it, I do think you should. It's a lot of fun. If you ever see House of a Thousand Corpses, it is trying very hard to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Right and down to Bill Mosley. I mean, almost being the same character. It's a lot of fun. Speaking of Chainsaw, I watched the last movie that they made from a couple years ago that debuted on Direct TV. If that tells you anything, just called Texas Chainsaw, starring Stephen Dorff. It's horrible. It's a really bad movie. I would actually watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation again before I'd watch Texas Chainsaw. That That's, says a lot. That's, that, a, bold, that's a bold statement right there that's a very bold statement I, I i'd recommend if you want a straight horror movie and pay you know see the roots of where a lot of these slasher movies came from check this chainsaw massacre the original one is a classic for that reason um there hasn't but there wasn't a movie like it before there won't be one since i think we've given uh, a lot of examples of things you could watch i got a couple movies i still need to watch i gotta watch trick-or-treat i'd like to watch halloween maybe throw beetlejuice in there i don't if i have time i'd love beetlejuice i that's definitely halloween esque movie it is i spend an entire summer watching it every day though so i i love that movie any time of the year beetlejuice is still funny to me all I'm the sorry, time what? Best to... you watch that for every day for a summer yeah i did i sadly did <laughs> i rented it from my local video store for 50 cents and i kept it so long i think i ended up owning it so yeah, oh wow i watched it that's every day nice. Well, it's a wonderful Uh, movie. It is. I didn't have a driver's license, and I I thought it was the funniest, scariest movie at the same time. So I can I could do a whole podcast probably on Beetlejuice if you want sometime. So hit me up on that. People want all the movies we're talking about. You don't have to watch during Halloween. You can watch all these movies anytime. Person, I recommend. I always kind of fail. I spill over, and I still keep the horror thing going until probably Christmas at least. You know, but it's funny. There's movies I want to watch. But if it's in October, I'm like, no, I got to wait. I got to get these. I got to get some horror movies in. I like I have to watch certain movies. Otherwise, uh, then then I'll get back to those other ones. Like I've been wanting to rewatch Bad Boys 3 again. I'm like, that's got to wait. I'm not watching that right now. That's a November. <laughs> priorities. Movie. Yeah. Come on. Priorities, priorities. And then I kind of do the same thing around Christmas, but not quite as hardcore. The only thing I for sure need to watch is the Home Alones. And we will definitely talk yes. about those in December. Oh. 100 oh, I, I mean sean and i could go on forever but we should probably stop um how can they find you on instagram uh you can check out my instagram film wheelhouse is what it is called and basically it's every movie i can kind of watch and i want to know do they belong in my wheelhouse should i be watching these movies all the time should i keep them in my collection and uh yeah keep up the halloween tradition i've got one a day for the past month technically two on one day because i fell asleep but they're all <laughs> out there so check me out film wheelhouse yeah, you can uh, follow the Rewatch Podcast on Instagram. Uh, subscribe to us. Rate it so people see it. And when I say that, I mean rate it well. Don't don't give me a two. <laughs> I'll be very sad if I get a two. A three is okay. I'll take a three. I'm, I was always a C student. Uh, but anyway, have a happy Halloween. 
And uh, we'll be back again next week with uh, there's another bonus episode hopefully coming next week and uh, the curse of Chucky. You'll never find me in here, Chucky. This is the best game of hide and seek ever. Just keep your mouth shut. Chucky, stop cursing.